Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hey, yeah, I wanna shoot, baby. Shoot. The bow-legged one. <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Damn, baby. That sounds sexy. Uh, here I go. Here I go. Here I go again, uh, girls. Yeah. What's my weakness? Yeah. Okay, then chillin', chillin'. Mindin' my business. Word. Your souls, I looked around and I couldn't believe this. I swear, I stand. My niece, my witness. The brother had it going. If you wake her up. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I'm going to kill you. I'm finishing my thought. I remind myself to put that first part in. <laughs> so it's not just, I'm going to kill you. And no. people are worried about you. No, she's fine. She'll be here next week. She'll be alive. It's fine. Everything's okay. I mean, you better hope that I will be. Hey, that's morbid. No, you're not going anywhere. Okay. What why you I don't know. You don't think that way. Alright. Don't go anywhere. I need you. I know. The audience knows. You need me. If you're new to the podcast, what we do here is we insult each other incessantly on the show because we're married and we've been together for eleven years. Uh. Happy anniversary. Uh. Um and we have a lot of movies, so we watch them, and we talk about them, but we mostly talk about us, because that's why you're here. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> let's be real. No. Yeah. Oh, I'm aware. I was, I was being sarcastic. Um, it's February 23rd. It is. It's the 23rd. 2017, so we're recording this the day after we recorded last week's episode. Uh, we've already watched these movies. Ours, a ours, week ago. Our schedule is more... You could... Did you have another stroke? That's like the third time you've done that tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, no. So last week we talked about um, was difficult, so now we're catching up on recording. We were hoping that it would be like a week, uh, a week up on things. Now we kind of aren't. Next week's episode will be the announcement of the Mullet Award winners. So make sure uh, this is your last chance. Um, your last reminder, rather. Yes. From when you're when you're hearing yes. this, your last reminder. Polls are going to close this Sunday. From when you're hearing this, March the fourth. Yes, I believe so. Is that the fourth on yes. Sunday? Um, when the actual Oscars are. So please, 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 get your votes in. Vote for all my stuff because it's way better than mullet nope. stuff. And we will announce the winners that following episode and some other exciting announcements about our show here um, on the Arcade Audio Network. You like how I did that plug? Was that correct? It was fine. It was... It was but it was it right? It was correct. It doesn't mean it was good, though. Okay, well... You can be at accurate. Least, at least I'm good. accurate. Mm. Okay, so I'm accurate, and you're good, so I guess putting it together. Yeah, that's what makes us a perfect married couple. Sure. You're lucky that this is a bunch of easy names to read on the back of this box. Yeah, no, there's one I still might fuck up. Oh, okay, good. Um, we talked about last week. Right, I was just going to say, we need to discuss the movies that we saw. Yes, saying. so um, it's very rare nowadays <laughs> to get a chance to go out to the theaters. When we do, make the most of it. Went and saw two movies, President's Day. Thank you, George Washington and... Thomas Jefferson and Abraham Lincoln for dying all those years ago because it allowed us to go see two movies. What did I say? I had a really bad day at work on Wednesday and we were leaving and I don't know why I said this, but it made one of my coworkers laugh very hard. I go, in the words of Abraham Lincoln, let's get the fuck out of here. Abraham Taco. <laughs> and he's like, what did he say? that?" I go, I don't know, when he was seeing the play? <laughs> um... So, first things first, we watched uh, the, the movie of the moment. We, we want to be part of the conversation. We saw Black Panther. We did. Um, we both enjoyed it. 
Marvel does it again, baby. We both thought it was it was good. It was good. That's as far as I will personally take it. I didn't think Black Panther was great. Just my opinion. I, I have it right in the middle of all my Marvel movies. Put it out there. That, 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 I mean, that, that's really it. Like, I don't, like, I saw it. The I enjoyed it. The acting was spot on. Uh, acting I thought was, the acting was Acting fantastic. was great. It looked great. Looked good. I think the story could have gone further. It's just a very basic. It's a good introduction to sure. that character and that. The world of Wakanda. I was sad that, you know, spoiler alert, spoiler, 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 spoiler. If you haven't seen Black Panther and you don't want it ruined, this is your opportunity. I'm sad we won't get any more Michael B. Jordan, probably, because I, I thoroughly enjoyed him and I thoroughly enjoyed his character. Um, I and agree. I thought he was one of the strongest Marvel villains we've had in a very long time. Um, but yeah, it was, was good. It was fine. We'll talk about it one day on the podcast. Um, yes. following that, we stayed and watched Jumanji. Well, okay. We did not want to stay. We want, we have this place called the Artagon Marketplace here in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And it was a mall. And they, it, well, it's called Festival Bay Mall. We've they talked clo- about it before. Closed Festival Bay, they made it the Artagon. Mm-hmm. Then they closed the Artagon because they're going to put like an indoor theme park there. The only things that are open are like a arcade... A glow in the dark putt putt place. A Fuddruckers. A Fuddruckers. A Bass Pro Shop. A Subway. And the movie theater. And they're all on like different ends. Of yeah, like, they're all different ends, and the it's rest, all the middle off. part, is all blocked off. And we, we, we went out the wrong door. Look, we got so lost in this. We did not get lost. There was two lot. and there was two ends. And mullet fucked up, and, and Jillian is now awake. No, and she's like. We went out the wrong door, and we had a very limited window to go get food. You fucked up. We missed it. You fucked up. We fucked it up, so you we had to go eat movie theater. You thea- fucked it we up. We had to go eat movie theater food. Jillian's I had awake. pizza. <laughs> I told you we should have put her upstairs. <laughs> are you sleepwalking? What are you doing? Where were we? So we went out the wrong fucking door, and we had to eat movie theater food. I had a, a little personal pan pizza. And I had a chicken wrap that gave me food poisoning. It was a fantastic time. <laughs> You're, I don't know why you got the fucking grilled chicken wrap at the be, movie theater. I tried to be healthier. So I thought you had movie theater food. You know the healthy thing about the movie theater is? The fucking cakes in the urinals. So we saw Jumanji um, as our second movie. It was good fun. Yeah, it's yeah. It was good, like good mindless, mindless Hollywood blockbuster fun. It, it, it was the acting in that was also really well done. Very funny. Gave shoutouts to the original. Was a nice update. Mm-hmm. I think it deserved to be as big of a hit as it was. I I agree. I think it did too. And you know, we talked about this on uh, Central Intelligence the episode. Central Intelligence, The Rock, and Evan Hart are a fantastic duo. You throw Jack Black in that mix, it was just it was just good good comedy. Yes, made made me made me laugh. It was a good time. It was, it was good. a good time. So um, so two for two in our movie theater experience. I don't know how long it's going to be until we can go again. Might be a little while. Well, um, we stop yawning on this show, we'll be able to see another movie. Okay? Oh, good to when we die. <laughs> Fantastic. There's so much coming out we want to go see. Yeah, it's going to be difficult for us to oh. do so, but... Hey, our daughter's really advanced, so uh, she's going to learn uh, how to see a movie. Hopefully. Yeah. Or Plex will catch up. <laughs> we need to check it. Um, I haven't checked it in a little while. See what else is on there. But with that... Now I have no gauge of time because we had to start a new recording. Uh, let's get into this week's episode. It was uh, my pick, my nomination, and uh, of my nominations, you selected Deadpool, which we were unsure, like, could we technically do because it doesn't fall in any, it's kind of its own cinematic universe. It doesn't, like, necessarily share. Well, no, I it mean. It does, it doesn't. It it's does. Weird. It is technically part of the MCU. No, it's not. Marvel Cinematic. No, it's not. 
I mean, I'm sorry. It's part of um, like the X Men. The X Men universe. That's what I meant. But you don't know which one it is. We just took it on its own. We watched it. Here it is. Um, I give it four Golden Girls. It's the best picture of the year, says Betty White. Hold on to your chimichangas, folks. From the studio that brought you all three Taken films comes Deadpool, <laughs> the blockbusting, fourth wall breaking masterpiece about Marvel Comics, the sexiest anti hero, me. Go deep inside. I love that. My origin story. Typical stuff. Rogue experiment, accelerated healing powers, horrible disfigurement, red spandex, eminent revenge. Directed by overpaid tool Tim Miller and starring God's perfect idiot Ryan Reynolds, Ed Screen, Morena Baccarin, TJ Miller, and Gina Carano. Carano, fuck! One I shouldn't have fucked up. Deadpool is a giddy slice of awesomeness packed with more twists than my enemy's intestines and more action than prom night. Amazeballs. So, um... I think this is another movie we've seen in theaters since the podcast has yes, existed. Yes, we have. Um, so this is... Take my mouth and just fuck it to death. Um, <sighs> so this is only the second time that we've seen it because this isn't a movie that's hit TV or anything. And I... Yet. Let's be real. Is this movie really going to be on TV? It's not, like... Movie channel TV? Like yeah, everything. This will be like on FX. Yeah, everything. Heavily hits. cut. It'll be extremely cut, but fuck, The Wolf of Wall Street is on all the time. That's true, I guess. Like, it's, the movie's got the fucking in more than any other movie, you know what I mean? Like, everything makes it, they find a way. I guess that's true. Um, so second time watching it, the sequel's coming out, I wanted to, to re-watch this, just because I, I felt like I, you know kind of forgotten about it almost um what'd you think i mean i love this movie i loved it when we saw it in theaters i love it now um yeah i i i think it was so true to the character and to the comic book in terms of how deadpool behaved and i think that that's the most integral part of the story not necessarily, you know, what happens when, but, like, his personality and having that come through, which is really difficult because he is very vulgar. Um, and, uh, you know, they found, it, it's hard to do and still be appealing to a, a mass audience like most of, the, uh, most of the studios want. But I think that they did a really good job. I think that the casting was spot on for this. I mean, yeah. I mean, he was casted as the character in the original Wolverine movie. And and it was a bastardized, horrible version. And it's something that he felt very passionate about wanting to do. And he fought for it and worked towards it. And obviously, you know, reaped the the benefit and the rewards. I'm glad he finally found a superhero that fit him. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Good Run Rules fit, like, found something that, like... And we'll get to him later. Um, agreed. I will say, I didn't like it as much the second time around as the first time I watched it. Because it's not as fresh. Because when the first time we saw it, it was... When, uh, what other big movies came out around this? Well, this came out... In uh, relation to, it, like, Guardians when this No, I think out. it came out on President's Day. I think it came out, like, around the same time of year, like, right now, as, like, Black Panther did. So it's kind of off season, so it's it was post, but it was or in the vi- middle of like award season, and right? But was it when was it in relation to Guardians? After Guardians, what? I thought I heard Jillian. No. So it was after Guardians. Yes. Um. But it. I mean, it's still kind of like the first. It was obviously before Logan, right, the first right. kind of like R-rated superhero movie, that kind of thing. Right. I, so I, I attribute it to a couple different things. I attribute it to, like you said, just not being as fresh. Um, I attribute it also to not being in like the live theater atmosphere for it. Like some movies, other people's reactions. Some movies yeah. just like in a crowd in the theater. It you know the second time you see it. Like, it still legitimately elicits laugh-out-loud moments from both of us on a pretty regular and consistent basis, but the ones that don't hit stuck out to me because they kind of were like a sore thumb in the midst of everything else. 
Um, and my third thing would just be that in the midst of all of it, it still follows the same formula. Like, it, as different as it is, what was different about it was that it was more gratuitous and it was able to do the things that other movies were not able to do. But it's still the origin story and the love story and, you know, the this, that, and the other. Now they, you know, they skew it a little bit with, you know, the first half of the movie, you know, kind of the altered timeline and the flashbacks. And, mm-hmm. it, and it does make fun of a lot of the cliches and tropes and, you know, there's not a big gunfight at the end because they didn't have the budget for it. So, you know, they just, like, this movie was on a, for the size of this movie, a very, very small budget. I think it was, like, 50, 60 million dollars. Wow. Compared to, like, 150, 200 million ones. I'm sure the second one's got a big-ass budget because how much money this made. So, like, those things are clever, but at its heart, it's still, you know, kind of does... The same old, same old. Now, when it's, it takes the opportunity to, you know, have funny credits and con- and break the fourth wall and have, you know, Easter eggs and inside jokes and stuff, then yeah, I'm all for it. Um, but I, watching it again, it was a bit of a little disappointment to me. At least to me. Just okay. from the second time. I still thoroughly yeah. enjoy it. I still... I still. I mean, I could see that. I, I mean, still it's... like how it sticks the landing in terms of bringing the character to life, but it... I, I don't think this will age well. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. And I could see that. I mean, I, I, I could see that. It is pretty topical, too. And... Yeah. And there are just yeah. some, there are just some moments when like the dead like what the Deadpool character has to be in a movie like it just doesn't fit to me. You know, there, and there's just certain bits, you know, like all the Hugh Jackman like references, I was just like whatever. Right. You know, like it just didn't like get anything to me. Whereas like the McAvoy or Stewart line, I was like, okay, that's really fucking clever and funny. Right, right. Or like, right, you know, it's like, funny, yeah. I only ever see the two of you guys. Like, those poking fun, because those seem to be like more off-cuff and genuine, whereas the other ones kind of seem like, oh man, they'll really dig this. You know what I mean? Well, because also, like, a lot of the script was written, but um, Ryan Reynolds did... Of course, improvises a ton. Improvise yeah. a lot. And I think that that's where that, gen- um, that genuine comedy comes from. Yeah. So you think that's why it was a little more enjoyable in some of those parts yeah. rather than it like being scripted and Yeah. Did um and since this movie I've um I've been a pretty avid comic buyer. Try to try to have been reader. Not since this movie, not directly from this movie, but I have some Deadpool and I've read some Deadpool. Um and it is it is very accurate and true. And even in the comics a little bit, like, it, I don't know, it, it, it kind of wears on you at times. Um, I just don't see how this, like, got to be so big. Not that, it's, not that it's a negative thing, it's just it's crazy, you know. Like, you go out in a store and you always see, like, the Deadpool logo, and you always see, like, the fucking chimichanga truck, and you see... Like, it's just like fucking Spider-Man or any other hero. It kind of came out of nowhere. I don't have the comic knowledge, uh, history-wise, to kind of find, like, where it came from. Because, again, it just kind of started as a villain, and well, we one should... one writer just kind of decided to make it this, and then they took it, and, and that's Sometimes what that's happened. what happens. Yeah. Sometimes that's what happens. And sometimes there's, like, niche followings, and it just turns into a huge thing. That's a much better question for a friend of the show, Steve, Steve. Real. Which we can, uh... I think I've talked to him about it. You know, I, I remember, not to be sad or anything, but I remember uh, talking about this character with uh, an old friend of mine, Brandon Warrens, um, who's no longer with us, but um, he was a huge Deadpool fan. Um, that makes sense. And, and, a, and, a, and a comic book fan, and was talking yeah. about, you know, how this could really translate very well. Um... And it was, I mean, basically the, the information that I said was kind of like I got from him. He was like, you look at Deadpool, and Deadpool was just like, 
like one guy was like, let's take this character and fucking do this. It's different. And just kind of stuck. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you not like about the movie? Uh, some of it drags a little bit. It definitely did drag. It's not even like a long like origin story. I no. think it was under two hours. Yeah, but some of it, some of it drags or, or feels unnecessary. Um, I mean, I get that you have to have the vengeance part of it. Um, you know, I get it. I get the whole uh, Colossus trying to have Deadpool do his redemption arc. Like, I get that stuff. The whole side thing with the taxi driver, I was like, okay. I yeah, like those interactions, but yeah, I could have done without them. Those are good bits. See, I, I prefer to have those bits over some of, like, the actual main story. Like, it's yeah. the difference with me. was, like, I'd rather have that as opposed to... Um, a common problem recently, I talked about it earlier with Black Panther and, and Killmonger is so many fucking movies recently to me have been hurt just by fucking weak sauce villains. And especially in the first movie, it hurts more to me just because like... It's one of two things. So you look at, like, Iron Man 1, for instance. Uh, Iron Monger or Obadiah Stane isn't necessarily, like, the top Iron Man villain. But it was perfect for that movie. Um, Even, like, Batman Begins. Batman Begins didn't start with the Joker. You know, like, it doesn't have to be that way. But you need something of... I don't know, some kind of substance or threats or even... uh, Spunk to like get me almost like invest in it to me it's more like well we're focusing on the origin story and we don't have time for the villains so let's just throw this one out here and then we can just go on to cable in the second one which is what they're doing but right. it overhurts my overall enjoyment my overall my overall like investment in it okay i th- I, I think that that's valid mm-hmm. but i completely disagree okay good with Why? what you're saying um in terms of you have to start somewhere, right? Sure. You have to start somewhere, sure. and you can't blow your load so early because then where are you going to go from there? Every movie, you know, has to have that driving force that they focus on. Almost every movie nowadays, almost every movie, I'm not saying every single one, almost every movie nowadays has a romantic subplot, has sure. a vengeance or revenge or... Well, you have to have, an, you have, you have some kind of antagonism. Right. Every movie has comedic underlays, whether it's intentional or not. You know, like, like there are beats that almost every movie hits and things that, are, that serve as driving forces because there has to be something to move the story along. There has to be something to get the characters from point A to point B. And when you're thinking of movies the way that they're thought of now, when the studio thinks of this, they don't think of just Deadpool. They think of Deadpool 1, Deadpool 2, Deadpool 3. I know, So they know. So, so they cannot be so, so short-minded that they're like, oh man, Deadpool's greatest adversary is Cable. Let's start off with that and show it. No, they start small because they want to get to that point, but they have to show the growth of the character. I get it, but you can still show the growth of the character and still put a little bit... Look at Black Panther. You needed to establish that character and establish that world, and you still had a meaty, interesting villain. Thor, you still had a meaty, interesting villain. Even even like rebirths of characters, uh, a less common one, Michael Keaton in the new Spider-Man movie. That was a oh, good... Oh, man, that was a... Ooh! Like, he was so good in it, and the yeah. character was good. Okay. Like, I... It can be done. I... You're not wrong. Okay, I said, I said, yeah. you're not no, and wrong. You're, and you're not wrong either. Like, you're 100% right in that that is the mindset. I just hate that mindset because it yeah. seems to me, at least, to be happening more and more. Even in movies we love. Think of how much we love the first Guardians. And think of how much better the first Guardians would be without fucking Ronan in it. Like, we love that movie so much in spite of an incredibly shitty villain. Yeah, but you know, Ego wasn't that much better. It was light years ahead of. I guess that's, that's just because it's Kurt Russell versus Lee Pace. I mean, that's that's they, I, the only thing Lee Pace could beat Kurt Russell in, 
contest-wise would be a, hey, guess how many Halt and Catch Fire episodes I've done contest. God damn it, I That's hate it. that fucking um, But we're getting off topic. Um, no, I, yeah, so I yeah, get it. So, yeah, so I, I agree with you. Some parts drag. Um, I, but overall, it's an enjoyable movie. Of course, yeah, it's very... Overall, it's an enjoyable uh, movie. Favorite scene, favorite part? Um... I enjoyed Colossus in this movie. Colossus is fun. I, I think his scenes, I like when he's like eating the cereal and then he sees what's happening and... He throws up, he sees there, a booby. Uh, I, he, he has her cover up. I mean, I, I, I enjoy the character. I've always been a fan of Colossus. Colossus and Negasana Teenage Warhead are both a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I love... The uh, the taxi scenes are funny. Um, I like the um, like the courtship of the two, like that yeah, little of course montage. You do. Yeah, of, yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, like yeah, yeah. It's a good. You like send you up. like the sex scenes? No, I no, because one of them's a fucking pegging scene. I don't like a fucking pegging scene. That's weird. Um, I like that whole you know montage of showing the love yeah, story. Yeah. Um, I also. The first, like, the him becoming Deadpool, like, his first little spree, the Zamboni, and, you know, all those, those, all those gags like. are, are, are all very good. Um, and any movie that is able to use uh, Shoop and X gonna give it to you as proficiently as this do. Can we talk about DMX for a second? Let's talk about DMX. Why is he not on Mount Rushmore? <laughs> Hashtag Rushmore so white. That's why. X X going Rushmore to you. It should be the hashtag. DMX should remake every single TV theme show, theme song that's existed ever. DMX is a national treasure. If you have not heard DMX. Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. Pause this podcast. Pull it up. Watch it. Come back. And appreciate this so much more. Or better yet, listen to it right now. It's that real shit, yo. Butterfly in the sky. Come on! I can go twice as high. Let's get it on. Take a look. Nigga. In a book. My nigga. Reading rainbow. You think it's a game? I can go anyway. Suck my dick. My nigga, ways to grow. Nigga, a reading rainbow. Here we go again. I can be anything. Same old shit. What? Take a look. Nigga, in a book. My nigga, a reading rainbow. This is the shit I be talking about. Um, that was just for you guys. Uh, also, if you haven't watched DMX on the slingshot, <laughs> have you ever seen that video? Uh, I think you showed it to me. What? Ah! Yeah, yeah, ah! yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. DMX is the best. DMX once no-showed three straight MTV video musical awards. You know how difficult that is? <laughs> he just, like, every year something came up and he just never showed up. He's amazing. DMX to me is this will be an inside joke to many people, but DMX is my rap Scott Steiner. I fucking love DMX. <laughs> He's the best. Um, yeah, so good soundtrack. Um, let's get into again. I have a, I don't know where we are like time wise because we have a, two two different tracks going on because our child waking up. Um, do we feel like we can get an MVP and LVP territory at this point? Um, Anything else we, you know, before we get into performances to discuss? No, I think I think we're okay. Okay. Um, MVP, I think it's pretty easy. I mean, it would he wouldn't be Deadpool. It has to be Ryan Reynolds. I mean, okay, so let's talk about Ryan Reynolds for a second, okay? Ryan Reynolds. Let's talk about his past. Prior to this movie, two guys a girl in a pizza place. Two guys a girl in a pizza place. Married to Scarlett Johansson at one point. Dated Alanis Morissette, Rachel Lee Cook. Mar- uh, divorced Scarlett Johansson, married Blake Lively. Okay. 
voted Sexiest Man Alive, uh, was the Green Lantern, which he does not like to, to talk about. He was, also, he was also fucking Van Wilder. He was also in Waiting. He's also 267 years old. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was going say 267 pounds. I'm no, like, getting no. in his what? In his bra? In his bra, yeah. Yeah. No, um, I, I, yeah, he has a lot of range, I guess. Oh, he's also in that R.I.P.D. movie. Uh, he was in, uh... He has a weird-ass resume. He was in that Buried movie, which I think I have upstairs, because oh, yeah, I bought yeah. it for super cheap. Great. Like, he, you know, so he... He finally found something... That is his. And He's that... always his best being that wiseacre. That, yeah. that constantly being able to say something and be um, like blue about it um, and fourth wallish. And like he is Deadpool. He's perfect for it. And he is. without him, this movie is impossible. It really is. He is. Born to play this, mm-hmm. and he kills it. He, every tone that he has, like any other person, the post credit scene, the Ferris Bueller like parody, to me would be like lame almost. Like it just like it would be like okay, yeah, that, I, that's been sent up before. But, like the way that like, he says certain things and just his mannerisms, like even under that outfit and stuff, are just fucking pitch perfect. Um, yeah, I agree. And, but he also does a good job, not necessarily of emoting, but... Um, you could see him falling in love. Yeah, like you see this you this see awful... this Not this awful person, because, you know, he's like really, you know, a mercenary, you know, who's helping people, you know, et cetera, whatnot. Um, but yeah, you see his pain. You see him fighting when he's in, uh, when he's getting the, the mutation brought out. And you see him, you know, scared to talk to, to his girl and stuff and having to deal with his disfigurement and stuff. You know, that's not the important part of that character and that performance, but he doesn't he doesn't strike out when he does it. So that, that, that is a positive. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not the biggest Ryan Reynolds fan either. Like, Van Wilder is probably in my top 15 least favorite movies of all time. Really? Just that movie just pisses really? me off. I just hate it. I don't think I've ever known that about you. I just hate that movie. It's just terrible. It's just just not funny. Okay. Um, And it just drives me crazy in it. But for this, bring it on. Um, so, yeah. So, MVP will be Ryan Reynolds. That'll be his first. Um, let's discuss... Other notable? Who's not... Who, let's discuss who's not the LVP, essentially, but who's not the MVP. Um, Marina Baccarin? Marina Baccarin is very good. Um, I, I love Marina Baccarin. Where do you else do you know her from? Is she a... Uh, Firefly. Firefly? I thought she was. Firefly? I feel Serenity. like she's been in a ton of stuff. I know she she's... Is. She was in, um, I know she's, v. like, the wife in Homeland. She was the, the main v. alien in V. Yep. She was in the movie Spy. She's on Gotham, which we don't watch right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. She was on Gotham. Yeah, um, yeah she's been in a lot of TV shows. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's good. So, yeah. She's I, good I, there. Um, we talked about the guy who voices Colossus is, is very funny. Oh. Um, Different than the guy who yeah, acts yeah. like Colossus. Well, yeah. They're but, both fine. Um... I, I, on the same token as Ryan Reynolds, I am not a huge T.J. Miller I fan. I hate T.J. Miller. Really? I So I love Marina Packard, and I hate T.J. Miller. This movie, if it wasn't for Ryan, Ryan Reynolds centering me, uh-huh. I would have been just see, flying off the wall See, here. he... He's one of those... He's the same character he's the same in every char- movie. And that's why in certain things, like, obviously in the Moji movie, it's going to be fucking obnoxious and horrible. I don't watch Workaholics. Uh, workaholics? No. Not Workaholics. Uh, Silicon Valley. Jesus Christ. Um, I was just... I was, I was hearing hatred and thinking Workaholics. I hate Workaholics. Uh, I haven't seen Silicon Valley. Everyone, you know, whose opinion I trust likes that show. Um, but, like, I've seen him in, like... 
office Christmas party and other things. I think it's just the things I've seen him in normally. But even, like, the characters he plays in, like, animated movies. Because he does a lot of animated yeah. movies. He's a big voice actor. And Big Hero 6. Big and, Hero 6. And see, seeing him on, like, things like At Midnight and Stand Up and stuff. Again, not my cup of tea. For this, it's fine because they literally just needed somebody to just line a rama. You look like this or, or making a quip out of this person was. He's fine. He's not the LVP of the movie. Okay. Was that who you were going to pitch no, to be able to... No. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, who else? Leslie Uggams. Blind Al. You Get go, girl. Some, keep getting them checks, Leslie Uggams. Keep getting them cocaine checks. What the fuck is... Uh, Leslie, uh, you really shouldn't uh, talk... That's not part of the character. I just want cocaine. Uh, what the fuck is she from? Because I remember she was once... Like, a very, very random reference in something. She's, yeah, she's like a Juilliard actress. Oh, she was in Roots. She's in Roots, she's a Broadway actress. Okay. And then, no, she's Blind Al in this. But she's fine, she's funny. Look, that lady sat there when Ryan Reynolds put some weird, fake, miniature growing hand in her face. Um, Oh, I wanted to point out that scene as well. Uh, Deadpool trying to beat up Colossus. That, yeah, that yeah. was... And, and before that, it's again, it's hard to, like, pinpoint scenes in this because of the way it goes back and forth. Him, like, counting out the shots and, you know... Oh, that was The cool. whole car scene and how that also that plays cool, out is yeah. very good. Um, but, yeah, not her either. So, my OVP comes down to two people. The villains. It comes down to the villains. And, uh, yeah, it comes down to Francis and... Uh, Angel? Whatever the fuck Gina Carano was. Angel. Look, it's Angel Gina Cross. Carano. I mean... <laughs> I always watch for this in movies. Watch a character who gets as much, like, screen time as that character technically does. Or, like, as much to do. And notice how little she talks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she doesn't talk at all. And it's purposeful in that... she sucks. Man, she can't deliver her lines. All right, just cut that shit and just give her action pieces. Um, I also didn't like... But even that wasn't really believable. Well, I mean, she's a, an actual mixed martial artist. Like, yeah, she's legit. Like, she's... Alright, I could have taken her. Samantha, I love you to death. Uh-huh. I would bet my mortgage on the fact that you could not last a minute with Gina Carano in fucking a ring, an octagon, a ball pit, uh, you anywhere. You want to me? I'm feisty. Samantha. Samantha. Christopher. Christopher. What martial arts do you know? I know a lot. No, not the knowledge of them. Come on, give me a punch right there in the hand. No. Come on. I don't want to hurt you. Chop, punch, come on. Let me see what you got. Come on, chicken shit. How are you going to be Gina Cron if you can't even punch your husband in the hand? Because I'd hurt her. I don't want to hurt you. You want me to hurt you? Go ahead. It's been 11 years. You can't hurt me as much as you have before. Don't, I don't want to punch where your ring is. That'll, right. that'll uh, Come on, punch break me. your Punch finger. me in the hand. Well, I'm like sitting down. It's awkward. I can't really. Uh-huh. Excuses, excuses. Yeah, that's great. Um, uh, oh, <laughs> broken hand. There's blood and bones spreading on everywhere. <laughs> um, look, this Ed Screen guy can also just kind of go fuck himself, too. Like, it's it's like... How many times did you call Jason Statham before you finally were like, fine, call this guy? You know what I mean? Like, he just... Funny, he was in that Transporter movie. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, wa- I don't watch any of those bullshit movies. He was in Transporter. What was like, is he like Transporter Jr. or something? The tran- the Transporter Refueled. Yeah, Frank Martin Jr. is his character. Wait, really? <laughs> God, so this guy literally... Oh, man, that, that knowledge may just change my decision. Because the one thing Gina Carano did that's decent is when she is like in the middle of fighting, he's like, oh, man, you're top. She's like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I know. that. Like, that I like that interaction. I think anybody who interacts with Colossus immediately gets bumped up because he's, he, he's great. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about the worst Stan Lee cameo of all time? Man, he can't put that pervy-ass 95-year-old man in front of all them naked women. That's weird. It's really weird. Um... Is there anybody else? No, I mean, it's really down to those two for me. Um, I think I kind of talk myself into Ed Screen more than... Yeah, it's Ed Screen. Than Gina Cron- Okay. 
he just... Yeah, I mean, Transporter Jr., <laughs> it's really all I have. He's just very bland, one notes, you know, did absolutely nothing. I just wasn't, like, bought into the fact that he'd be, like, the... Yeah, because like This, like... Ajax like doesn't Bio, feel any pain. Genius, yeah. It doesn't help. Like I don't expect him to keep up with Ryan Reynolds, but I would oh, like yeah. for him to be somewhat imposing or at least ominous enough to where like if he has those lines that Ryan Reynolds is reacting to, when like his quips don't work or when like he's torturing him or putting him in that chamber, you know, and and causing the mutation to speed up, like have something that makes me, like, buy into it. Yeah. Like, like bring me in, and he just doesn't. Um, another thing I like, I wish there was more of, was um, the the brief little scene where uh, Deadpool and the other guy are, like, back and forth shooting, like, what they want to do. <laughs> like, on their bucket list. Like, it turns up being serious, but they're both just saying, like, ridiculous shit. Like, I don't even remember. It's like, I want, like, to, like, shit in a bucket and, like, Make oh no what was it shit oh who was it I don't remember it's not the woman from Growing Pains oh no Meredith Baxter Bernie want a Dutch oven Meredith Baxter Bernie and stuff like that like that's that was funny you know I, I wanted more of like those guys just dicking around like he would have been a, a more of like a funny sidekick than fucking T J Miller's bullshit bar yeah um oh another like not an LVP but that weird Agent Smith looking fuck. That guy, he gets called Agent Smith, I think, as a joke. The guy who, like, recruits Wade. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that guy. Oh, yeah, he was, <laughs> he was like a little hobbit Agent Smith. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, well, who was that guy? What else mm-hmm. has he done? I don't know, he's probably been in a ton of shit. But, yeah. We'll go with, uh, we'll go with a screen. It's like a made-up name. It's like a bullshit name of some dude who like has a infomercial about selling you citronella candles or something. Hi, I'm Ed Screen. I'm sure it's Scrying or something, but I just, I just don't know. I mean, it could be Screen. All right, so that recruiter guy's name is Jed Reed. Of course it is. And who? What did you call him at first? You said he was uh, Agent Smith. Well, um, Ryan Wells calls him that. Man, he's been doing stuff since, like, the early 90s. Yeah, I'm sure he's one of those fucking character actor guys, Yeah, you he's know. in that movie Pup Star. Better Together. Cool. All right, I don't know what that is. But, um, yeah. Anything else on Deadpool? No. All right. Let's, I think we covered everything. Yeah, I think we, I think we did a good job. Uh, Let's score. I'm ready. I'm in a movie that I'm excited for the sequel. I'm worried about the sequel. I'm excited, yeah. I, I, I fear for the sequel in that it's too, it'll be too much or it just, it'll feel old hat. So I have to do it the right way. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that it's the right team to do so. Again, it's been a, not a trouble production, but like the Tim Miller's, you know, was not brought back as director. There were some like creative things there. Those things always worry me, concern me, but we'll see. You got Ryan Reynolds there, so I, you know, I trust him. Yeah. Uh, it was my nomination, so you scored first. Give me a score for Deadpool. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I liked it. We said the positives, we said the negatives. Um, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. I was also going to go seven and a half. Okay. So seven and a half it is for... I think that's a fair... Deadpool, yeah, I think it's fine. Number. Um, it's a good, fun watch. Um, I think you'll it's one of the movies you'll laugh at something different every time. Or the same things will always, you know, kind of elicit tickle a your, chuckle. Yeah, or, tickle your funny or, or do it because it does have a lot of randomness in terms of some of, like, the phrasings. Ryan Reynolds is very good at that, like, uh, 
out of nowhere, just word vomit, swearing and and phrasing. Same thing with the Deadpool character, you know. So. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Cool. All right. So that was my nomination. It is your turn to propose two movies for me, and I'll pick one. Okay, sure. So you know I always like to do stuff based off of a theme or... I don't know why. ...relates to something, because it's easy for me, because I can't memorize all 1,200 movies that are upstairs like you can. I don't, and I, I didn't have a fucking list. Well, I have a list also... holding out on I also, me. actually, I tell you, I have a list of, of movies that I'm also waiting to nominate, too, like Paired Up Already. I've had that for several years, so... I have lists. I'm going to kill you. A list on lists on lists on lists on lists. Get out of my way list. Um, so I'm going to go off of the movies that we saw. Um, out in theaters. Okay. So we saw um, Jumanji. Mm-hmm. And we saw Black, Black Panther. Panther yes. Like we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. So one of the uh, actors in uh, Black Panther that we gave some kudos to was uh, Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. For his portrayal of Killmonger. And mm-hmm. you know... I think we've talked about this previously when we watched Chronicle of Michael Jordan and how we like him. So, mm-hmm. since I can't nominate Chronicle because we've already seen it, I don't think we've done Fruitvale Station yet. We have not. Or the show. And I've already nominated Fantastic Four, so we mm-hmm. can't do that. So, I would like to nominate Fruitvale Station. Okay. Up against uh, one of my favorite actors, entertainers. Mm-hmm. Which you and I had a discussion about when we saw Jumanji. The Rock, one of mm-hmm. his movies. I think probably the one that helped propel him into these blockbuster-esque comedy roles rather than the uh, action roles. Uh, Pain and Gain. He was already, he was already doing... What, what did he do bef- right before Pain and Gain? Fucking no. Fast and Furious and... Not comedy roles. He did Be Cool 15 years ago. Good movies. Comedy roles. Hate to tell you, but we are in the minority about Pain and Gain. I love Pain and Gain, probably because that's where I grew up. Uh, it was filmed uh, in Miami. We drove by that movie being filmed in Miami. Yep. and uh, Oh, man, it's a tough decision. There's a lot of landmarks there, and it's one of my favorite movies because I have to decide I if I great. want to ruin my credibility permanently on this podcast. I hate to tell you this, but... Teen Wolf did that. Ford Fairlane did that. Teen Wolf did that. A fruit ball station and pain and game. Yeah, huh? so two very different movies, um, but two of my favorite movies. Um, I really enjoy both of them, and um, I'm gonna go with pain and game because I, I feel recently fruit ball station is kind of in line with yes. a lot of things we've watched as of late, and it's gonna be a lot of the same topics and stuff. We're gonna do pain and game. Fuck, I, it's. I can't believe I'm going to gush over a Michael Bay movie as much as I'm going to in a couple weeks. Well, if it's going to be any Michael Bay movie, at least it's that Michael Bay movie. Because, yo, hey, I think we found. I think we found a painting game. If you were honestly trying there... I wasn't, because that's your job. How would you do that Mark Wahlberg impression? I think we just found a painting game. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how you doing? Hey, 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 Mark. Hey, it's, it's, I can't do this consistently. Right? Why not? Because huh? it's, it's me doing an impression. It's only key phrases. And this is just Andy Samberg doing Mike, Mike Wahlberg. Who's Mike Wahlberg? <laughs> yeah, he also has a Wahlbergers, but it's just him <laughs> rubbing pieces of ground beef on, like, drywall and shoving it down your throat for $5 because you hate your life. Some weird fetish some guy's into. Oh, I'm going to pee my pants. <laughs> hey, how's it, that's, hey, how's it going? I'm Mike Wahlberg. Hey, hey, oh, this is all just a coincidence. I talk this way. Hey, would you like a burger? <laughs> That's a burger on a wall. Hey, I have this. This is delicious. No, thanks. And that impression's brought to you by Wahlburgers. Down the street, lunch specials daily, and now, Toto's Africa. <laughs> on is that your go-to? K-I-S-S. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Married with Movies. Uh, we encourage you, as always, check us out arcadeaudio.net, this podcast and the other ones in our network of shows. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Google. Leave us a review in five stars. Helps us out very, very much. 
patreon.com slash arcade audio for bonus content, merchandise, and to just support the network and the podcast that you enjoy. MarriedWithMovies at gmail.com, at MarriedWMovies on Twitter, facebook.com slash MarriedWithMovies. Again, you have just a few short days left to get your votes in for the first annual Mullet Awards. Um, Let us know what you thought the best and the worst was of last year, and you'll hear the results next week. And what will be a shorter episode, because it'll just be the uh, the results. Um, So you'll get Pain and Gain and Power Rangers. Oof, man. Two divisive films, if I do say so. If I'm not mistaken, I think they are both actually like in those 50% range of movies on which, Rotten Tomatoes. Which we've, which we've spoken about before. More often than not, we more are often than not, we enjoy. On, uh, yeah, we're on the end that, that, that rates it a little higher there. So. Yeah, so They'll be coming up very soon. Anything else, Samantha? Um, no. No. Anything else, Mullet? Oh, there ain't no mullet right now. It's Mike Wahlberg. You have any questions for me? I'm a very important person. How important are you? I'm, I'm very important where I'm from. Where are you from? I'm from Boston. What part of Boston? Boston. What part? Uh, the west side. Boston has a west side? Yeah, well, every, everything has a west side. But they call it the west everything side? Everything has a west. They call it the west side? You are to the west of me right now. I don't know if that's accurate, because I don't know where north is. Left is west. That's not always true, because what if you're turned around, then left would be east. I'm pretty sure this was an argument in City Slickers. <laughs> that's a good Boston. <laughs> or a mullet. This is Mike Wahlberg. <laughs> I hate you so much. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Uh, we watch movies. <laughs> I hate you so much. Feel it, feel it. Now fuck that, we're ending with X, gonna give it to you. <laughs> X gonna give it to you. Fuck way for you to get it on your own. X gonna deliver to you. Knock, knock, open up the door to spread. With the non-stop pop out from stainless steel. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker wonder if you did it. Damn right, and I do it again. Cause I am like so I got to win. Break bread with the enemy. No matter how many cats I break bread with, I break who you sending me. Motherfuckers never wanna know what your life saved. Bitch, and that's on a light day, I'm living down. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.